Hey, Camp Kids. Welcome back to the Camp Kids Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Bob, and I'm on a mission to bring together a community of camp people from all around the world. Whether you are currently in your camp experience or it's been a while since you've been at camp, when you're with us, you're at home. Today, I'm pivoting a little bit and I'm talking about something personal. Today, I'm going to explain the last 75 days. In essence, I completed the first part of the Live Hard program called 75 Hard. I've had a lot of questions about this, and I wanted to address them here for anybody who might be interested in trying out the Live Hard program or trying out 75 Hard in general. I want to first off and start off by saying that I started this journey because I wanted to complete it in a different way. I have done 75 Hard before and phase one, which we'll get into later. However, I did them almost to the date two years ago. My circumstances were quite a bit different. I had been training more regularly. I was in a lot better shape when I first started. My husband, which was at the time my fiance, was locked down at a training base in Georgia and was not home for the duration of the time that I was doing the Live Hard program. So I was on my own, able to have my own routines, and I was also training for a half marathon. Essentially what happened was I went straight through from the 75 hard to phase one, which ended up being over a hundred days. And I got myself super duper sick. So sick to the point where I could not regulate my body temperature. I was cold all the time and I had no energy whatsoever. So when I heard that there was going to be a competition for one boy and one girl to be able to meet the creator of the Live Hard program, I knew that it was my time to get back on track. I also made myself start the program the correct way because one of my coworkers actually decided to do a 75 soft challenge. And because I had done the program before, how it's actually written, I was like, oh, well, I can definitely do the soft version. And immediately, as soon as that thought popped into my head, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just said that. It means that I need to do this program now more than ever before. I decided go all in with everybody else participating in the competition to do it the exact way that it is designed. So for those of you who aren't familiar with 75 Hard, here is what you need to do. You will follow a meal nutrition plan. You will not... partake in any cheat meals whatsoever. And there's no drinking alcohol. So with all those things being said, that is 75 hard. I remember weighing myself for the first time on day one, and it hit me because I was at the heaviest that I had been since I was in graduate school. And even though I did not feel at my heaviest, looking at that number was enough motivation to get me completely started. It was really interesting, though, too, because that same week, I also started my internship and I took the daily tasks that I was doing for 75 hard and I put that lens on my internship and I went ahead and on the first day that I was conducting, I went ahead and videotaped myself conducting. I found that really, really, really helpful because now as I look on other videos of myself conducting, since I've been in my position for a little bit longer, I've really been able to see myself improve, just like you're able to see your body improve over the 75 days by taking a daily progress picture. So I really enjoyed that I applied that concept into my everyday life. 
The first weekend that I was on 75 Hard was the weekend that my husband and I went to Kentucky to go visit a distillery. That was literally the only reason we were going to Kentucky. And as I mentioned before, there's absolutely no drinking. So people kind of looked at me weird for not drinking, but I actually loved it. I really got to be able to enjoy the smell, the aroma of bourbon. I really got to enjoy just focusing time with my husband. I also forgot to bring a sports bra on this trip. So the first time that I was supposed to do a hit cardio workout, I had to do it in a regular bra. So ladies who are listening, you understand what that struggle is. And to make it even better, when I ran to Target early that morning to be able to go get a sports bra for the rest of the weekend, I walked out with the tag still on it. And since that was my only sports bra, that was the bra that I was going to use. So I worked out for the rest of that weekend in a sports bra with the tag on it. So that's just a part of the program, y'all. So that was the first week. The second week, I realized that I really needed to focus on my prioritization. So I started getting up earlier and I started working through some of my lunch to get my critical tasks done. The weekend of the second week, my in-laws came in town and visited so that we could go to the NASCAR race. They were so nice and supported me by going on one of my outdoor workouts, which I really appreciated. And on the day of the NASCAR race, I got one of my outdoor workouts in by climbing stairs for 45 minutes. And whoo, it was already hot that day. I was definitely feeling it. I have never been as sore as climbing stairs after NASCAR. Week three is where I really actually started to feel the mental clarity kick in. The Live Hard program is not marketed as a physical challenge. It's actually marketed as a mental toughness program. Even though the results that you see on the outside are all physical, the real results that happen are in your brain. And week three is when I really started to get that mental clarity. I was really starting to get a hang of the program again too. This weekend, I actually spent time at camp for me and my guy weekend. We had some crazy weather, but we weathered it. We had a great weekend, and I absolutely loved it. Week four started the saga of my car issues. So I had some of that extra things to deal with. Also, I led my first sectional rehearsal at the piano, which was a little intimidating for my internship. And I attended a bridal shower. Once again, not a typical thing that most people attend sober. So it was interesting being able to see it through that perspective. Week five is when I started to really see the physical results. I took a biometric screening for the health insurance for my company at work. And essentially, I was told, continue to do whatever you're doing because all your numbers are perfect. So that was amazing to be able to hear at this point in my journey. I also started training for my backpacking trip. If you haven't listened to my backpacking episode, you can go ahead and go back and take a listen. But this was the week that I was spending my outdoor workout with my full pack on my back. We had a wonderful weekend out on the trail, hiked 14 miles long, and I took the time to teach the girls that were on the trip with me the difference between their whiny voice when they were getting tired and their boss voice during 90 degree heat up rocks, which is a really core concept of the Live Hard program. Being able to discern when you're telling yourself that you want to make excuses and wimp out of things versus when you need to just step up and just do the work. I was really, really, really happy that I was able to share my expertise with these young women. 
Week six is when I had parent-teacher conferences. So I had an additional eight hours that I had to be in the evenings at work and also an impromptu after-school meeting that also tried to derail me. So this is where we started to really get some of those what Andy Frisella, the creator of the program, calls test days, days that are not good and test your ability to be able to proceed on through the program. This week, I also started adding running intervals in my outdoor cardio sessions. I was really, 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 really happy to be able to start running again. As many of you guys know, I have ran many different types of races to include a marathon, and I am so excited to be able to add running back into my every week routine. This week is when I also got my vaccines, where the person who gave me the vaccines thought that I had a big bump on my arm, which happened to be my bicep. So that was real fun. I also had camp this weekend. We had our big girl fest event where an out-of-town friend came up and we spent all day promoting camping in the outdoors. Week seven, I had the courage to finally talk to a stranger who was also running in the park, who shared with me that they have had a long running journey as well. They were in their 60s and that their biggest advice to me was just put one foot in front of the other. This week, I also started the fifth and sixth grade honor choir, the first time that we've ever had something like this in the school district that I work for. And it was also the first time that I led a rappel session at camp. I also figured out a better system for taking a baby wipe shower in a public bathroom at a park to be able to make it to my rehearsals on time. So as many of you guys know, I not only run this podcast, I have a full-time job. I have a part-time job. I also have an internship and I also have extra commitments outside of my normal work hours. And I'm also trying to be a wife and a good friend and all those good things. So my schedule is quite hectic. So really the only ways that I was able to get some of these workouts in was to take a baby white bath in a bathroom in a public place, and then change back into my work clothes to be able to go make it to rehearsal on time. Friends, that's 75 hard. You don't make any excuses to be able to get the things that you need to get done. Also at this time in week seven, this is where I started to feel the motivation sliding, which is a really big test because honestly, motivation will come and go, but it's your discipline and determination that determine whether you get the job done or not. So I used that to pull me through a lot of these days. I also attended a wedding this weekend, sober, danced, and I had a wonderful time. Finally got the house cleaned this weekend, and I had my conducting debut with my internship, which was really special. During week eight, on day 58, is when I found out that the school that I work for is no longer going to be offering extended calendar, which means no more year round, which also means I found out my salary is getting cut. That was a pretty big derailment because that same night, I also had car troubles again. But this time my engine was overheating. So I needed to call AAA to be able to get a tow. Well, long story short, AAA didn't come. I was stuck on the side of the road at 1030 at night. And so inch by inch, I drove myself back to home, waited for my engine to cool off each time before starting it again and finally got home in after midnight. And I can proudly say that I still got all of my tasks done. Day 58, 
was the biggest test day of them all, and I definitely passed. During week nine, the colder weather started to hit, but my abs started showing, so that was really fun. I also found out some really big family news that will impact the majority of my next year, which I'm not quite ready to share yet on the podcast. However, I did have a really big running milestone. I tested out my skills and I ran a mile and a half outside at about a 913 pace. I was very, very pleased with those results. During the last week, week 10, I used it as a phase one test week. As I mentioned before, phase one is the 30 days after you have completed 75 hard. I woke up earlier to get these new tasks in and it was a complete success. I was able to keep up with it all week long. It finally dawned on me to go ask my husband if he had a weighted vest so that I wasn't just taking walks, but I was actually rucking. Unfortunately, this thought didn't cross my mind until day 74. So second to last day is when I finally went out for my first ruck, which I have done every time I've gone out for a walk since. This week, I utilized Andy's book, Daring Dreams, to be able to teach it to my class And I also incorporated a drumming technique with it, a drumming song with it as well. Essentially, we learned a story about creating a dream board. I had the students share their dreams in a call and response fashion on the drums. And it was really powerful. I also started the tradition of having a Veterans Day assembly at my school. And this was on day 75. That is something I'm extremely, extremely proud for, especially with the high diversity of students that we have, to be able to offer something like this to show them what it means to be an American and to show patriotism. I finished 75 hard with my final cardio workout of 45 minutes straight running, which I hadn't been able to do in almost a year. On day 76, I woke up and did all the same tasks. I set a new running goal. On Monday, I started phase one. If you wanna join me on doing 75 hard, message me, email me, let's start together. I'd love to give you all my best tips and tricks to be able to stay determined, to stay disciplined through this process. It really is life-changing. If you've seen my post on my Instagram, I not only overcame all the obstacles that I mentioned here, but I also lost 16 pounds and gained a lot of muscle as well. So the physical results will definitely come. But as I said earlier, the majority of the results are going to happen in your mind. All right, camp kids. I hope you guys enjoyed me explaining my journey through my most recent feat of 75 hard. If you like this podcast, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Let's keep our Camp Kids community growing by spreading it to others who are also a part of the camp community. Please leave us a rating or review, preferably a five-star rating, so others can also find our podcast. Next week, we have an interview with another one of my friends from Camp Sacagawea in Boone, Iowa. That's all that I have for you for now, but remember that this is good night and not